Hi everyone, it's me, Lauren, your creative mentor, and welcome back. Welcome to a new month. We're starting month five of this podcast. Isn't that nuts? We've covered so much stuff, like there's still so much to talk about. But if this is your first interaction with me or this podcast, um, I try to stick to um, episodes that fit within a theme for the month. So the next four episodes, we're going to be talking about managing ourselves. And so I've talked a lot about how your how the creative industry works, how a lot of creatives work in a corporate structure, how to manage a lot of working within the corporate structure, all that stuff. But that doesn't apply to all of us. And um, a lot of us manage ourselves and we are everyone and we have our own businesses and things like that. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. Or if you're trying to pivot and you need help like structuring yourself to either learn something new or like start thinking about um, a realm of your profession that you haven't had to think of before. That's what I'm hoping to cover this month. But again, if this is your first interaction with me or this podcast, I always say up top that this uh, podcast is based out of frustration, basically. Uh, Through the whole pandemic, I was on TikTok looking at a lot of art students going like, what the hell? Like, how does this work? Like, a lot of creatives know how to be creative, but if you are a creative who is seeking to have your skills pay your bills... (laughs) How do you do that? And for whatever reason, a lot of our experience is that art school doesn't teach you that. And another thing is I think you should really vet your sources before you start listening to someone who's going to give you advice on money, career, or what to do in your life. And so I like to just remind everybody that uh, I've been in the creative industry for eight years. I've worked for shitty bosses. I've worked for great bosses. I've worked in corporations and I've worked for myself. Um, I actually built the a mentorship program uh, with the AIGA. I'm not an affiliate with them. I'm a member of their organization, but uh, I just volunteered my time one semester to teach a bunch of creatives how to navigate all of this. And I learned that there were a lot of people who like thought that was a great subject matter to teach, but no one teaches it down from students to industry professionals around me, they were like, whoa, (laughs) that's a great idea. And even though I'm the only one speaking, this is an amalgamation of information and conversations I have with people in the industry, people I work with, people I like, you know, have used to work with, other creatives, like pretty much everybody. Like I'm just a mouthpiece here. And what my ultimate goal is, is to give everybody an even playing field to enter into the workforce as a creative individual and get paid well and be happy and manage your working life with your creative joy because working in capitalism is weird enough as it is we don't need to like put the metaphorical mix <laughs> of creativity in there and so I hope to pose questions to you that are helpful for you to answer for yourself We can only go off of my examples of my personal experience, but I really make an effort to frame all of these pieces of information so that you can take the framework of thinking and apply it to what you're trying to do because your goals will be different than mine. And we may have similarities in experience or jumping off points, but instead of this just being about me and my story entirely, I really just 
want to help put the framework in everybody's mind to help them the most because people don't say point blank what they mean. And when it comes to our careers and our professions and our money, we need people to do that. And the fact that school doesn't do that, I find that very weird. So this is my, like, my effort to help do better than me, take this and run, go for it. But today specifically, we're going to be talking about um, discipline and how hard it is to keep. And it's really funny. Before I literally signed on to record this, I was checking on my Patreon messages and someone asked me a question that actually falls right underneath this. So if you're listening, you've got like a sixth sense or something because you, <laughs> you didn't know it, but you did that we were going to talk about this. So one of the major things I kind of want to bring up is structuring ourselves to get things done, I think is very hard. And whether you're running your own business, you run an Etsy store, um, you run your own shop even, like you might even be like two, three steps above just like running an online store um, on a platform and and you, you are the boss. You're in charge of how your content is made, how you advertise your things, what your things are, how you ship them out, all that stuff. Or maybe you're trying to learn a new skill to like pivot like your career so that you can shift into something more creative. Maybe you're a project manager trying to be a designer or something like that. It's a lot of work to structure yourself. And it's something, honestly, I struggle with all the time, which I feel like is something that's going to shock some people because people come up to me all the time and they're just like, I don't know how you have time to do your full-time job, have a social career or social life, um, and you do your podcast and then you volunteer to like do portfolio reviews and all this stuff, like you must be so organized. Maybe to an extent that that's true, but I'm a sprint worker. Like I do everything all at once as much as I can handle it. And then I just sit and chill the rest of the time. So it appears like I'm working because we can schedule content all the time, you know, I post TikToks four times, maybe five times a week. Maybe I scheduled them all out and recorded them all in one go. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm just going as as I go. Maybe I'm recording all these podcasts in one week and putting them out over a month. Maybe I'm doing them every week. Like It just kind of depends on my level of inspiration. And I don't think people just say that. And so they appear to be super structured and they appear to be working all the time and consistent when for me at least that is super not true (laughs) sometimes I just knock out an entire workday an eight hour a day like thing of doing research for this podcast recording these videos mixing the sound uploading them to the patreon uploading them to my podcast host thing like I'll just do that all in a day and then I just like live my month however I want some people people do the structure like we were talking about. So like it just kind of depends what kind of worker you are. And the faster you can identify that, the faster you can like set yourself up for success there. And like, I mean, you're the boss, you know, the end goal is on you. But I also think a lot of us just start projects that, and we don't sit and think about defining goals, which seems like a really simple thing to think about doing. But we don't really sit there and go, okay, I want this result from this thing by this time. 
or I want to make this many connections in this industry by the end of this month in this way, whether it's on social media or going to an event or something. And I think that those things really, really help. Because even as an example for this podcast, I literally have two screens in front of me. If you're watching me on YouTube, I have two screens in front of me. And on one of the screens, I have my notes app from my phone. And it just literally has what month I'm in in the podcast, what the subject is, and then three touch points that I help myself guide through every podcast. And then I will post links which are my resources I give you guys so I can remember when I have to type out all the like, this is what this episode's about. Do, 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 do. It's just all here. And then, um, you know, then I just sit and like work on the recording thing. But like if I didn't do, if I didn't like outline what this podcast would be about, I would be super lost right now. And I set up a formula. We do one theme of a month. We do four to five episodes of that theme in the month. And so I'm following it through and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do 12 months of this. We're going to see how it goes and if people have interest and dee, 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 dee. So I'm setting out a structure for myself so I can pick it up all at once or I can pick it up at any time and know where I am. So I've set this goal and I've set this structure to be able to facilitate if I'm working in a sprint or working in like 10 minute increments. And that's what I mean by when you manage yourself, if you understand the way that you work that's successful for you, where you're not going to feel bad for not working on something, that's like how you can set it up to help yourself. And that can go for like um, learning a new skill too. Um, Someone was asking me like, I have a hard time setting up like a lesson plan if I'm trying to learn something and like I have been there. I'm learning wireframing software for work right now and like I'm picking it up in a mixture of like people I work with in like Skillshare classes. And when I was in college, like Linda just existed. Like that was all. Like there was no Skillshare, there was no YouTube, there was no nothing. And I think YouTube is like, it's great for like if you know exactly what you're looking for. But I think it's really convoluted and hard to follow what the right way of doing something is, especially in design software, because there's so many ways to do the same thing that um, signing up for a subscription based teaching like Skillshare, not sponsored, would love to be. But personally, I use Skillshare because it sets up a curriculum for you. It's a 10 hour class. It's a couple of minutes of a class each time you know, for each chapter and you can just go through the chapters however you like. For me, I know in 45 minutes, I'm done. I can't take in information. I can't listen anymore. I start doing other things. That is also why this podcast is rarely more than 45 minutes. It's a lot of information all at once. And like, I know where I stop focusing, when I stop working, all that stuff. Uh, The more you can get in tune with yourself in these things, the easier it's going to be to manage you and and set yourself up to your goals the best way you can, knowing how you take in information and work and yada, yada, yada. Um, so I think that that is like a big thing. Nobody just sits and stops because I think a lot of us just like skip that step. We're like, I have this idea and I just want to go and the internet makes this instantaneous. I'm going to set up a Patreon page. I'm going to set up a YouTube channel. I'm just going to go. 
But if you don't plan your content and you don't put a goal for what you're doing or you don't set up increments of time where, oh, every lunch break, you know, every hour lunch break I have at work, I'm going to watch 30 minutes of Skillshare to learn this skill every day or, or three times a week, then we just peter out and we don't achieve anything and then we feel really bad about ourselves and all of that stuff. So when you start to work on your discipline don't define how you should be disciplined. Define how you're going to be disciplined in what you already do and how you already function. And so I think that that'll also help too when we all have day jobs and maybe you're trying to transfer your skill set. Maybe you're going from a recent example. You want to go from PR into animation. And um, I think something that really helps with that is uh, th that's a really actually it's a really great example not to put you on blast question asker. But um, <laughs> for PR, you can still work within that industry. You can work within the animation industry by working with studios in that department because every job has a department, you know, every profession has that. And if you want to learn how to transfer your skill, even if you're like a project manager, you're managing creatives, maybe you want to learn how to be a designer while well, you're managing their workload. You could learn from the designers you talk to and see every single day while you're learning on your own in the background somewhere on on your own time how to do the technical side of design and then when you do that then after a while you like build up your portfolio and you work on like all this work and you have a better understanding of where you are and you're building a network of people who do this profession that you understand and who can help you get your foot in the door because as much as I don't want this to be true it is it is who you know in the creative industry. Who you know can get you a lot of work. So find a way that your skill is transferable. And I think when you hear a transferable skill, you don't always think about it. Like you think about it super literally. You don't think about it as like, how can you get into the industry you want to be in? before you start messing with how you're titled in the industry. You can be a creative project manager. You can be a PR person for an animation studio. If you want to be a designer or, oh, excuse me, and you want to be an animator, you're already in that field. You just need to shift your title and how you do that. The people around you will be a lot better equipped to tell you than I ever could be. So when we're managing ourselves to whatever our end goal is, that's a way that that can be super helpful. And another way of doing that is learning on the job, which like that kind of segues into, you know, I learned how to do graphic design on the job. Didn't go to school for it. I've never taken a graphic design class in my life. Today, I can still tell when I'm talking to like a college educated graphic designer versus a self-taught graphic designer like myself. And like, I have a little bit of imposter syndrome about that. I don't think anybody wouldn't. So <laughs> at the end of the day, like we get our work done. And instead of being scared of them thinking I'm a fake, I can embrace that they probably know more than me and learn from them. And there's no such thing as a stupid question because like how you can make something in design software a hundred different ways 
you can make anything a hundred different ways. So there's no wrong way to do it. There's just more efficient ways for the way that you think. You know, you could Photoshop and retouch something with like three different tools in that program and it still gets fixed. One might take less time than the other, but also depending how you think, one might be harder to do for someone than it is for somebody else. It's all relative to the way that you think because this sort of thing is hard to quantify. Trust me, if the world could quantify what creatives do, they would have done it by now. But no one can sit here and tell you what the magic formula is for creative success yet. It has yet to happen. So that just proves all the time that if you feel like you don't know what you're doing, nobody knows how to quantify what you're doing but you based on your goal. And so when we get into this um, next week, I'm going to get a little more into the technical part of this. But when we get into managing ourselves, when we're trying to start our own business, it's a lot of stuff to think about. It's super overwhelming. Back in the day, I used to have a, a very small streetwear brand. It, of course, failed. I was like 23 when I was trying to make it. I don't know who I thought I was, but you know what? I had the guts to give it a shot. I crowdsourced it. I had to figure out how to get vendors to make my shirts. I had to figure out how to make a Squarespace website before it was as easy to understand as it seems to be these days. I had to figure out how to take orders, ship them, fulfill them. I had to get the packaging designed and stored in my house. I had to think of everything. I wasn't just a designer. I was a marketer. I was an operations manager. I was an accountant. I was a web developer. I was everyone. And I had a partner too. And we had to like have regular meetings and stay organized and define our goals and figure out how much money we needed and how to rally people and how to advertise back before advertising was either super pointed or a scam. I don't know what it is anymore, social advertising these days or like promoting posts. But like back then, it was like the Wild West. So that can get super overwhelming when you have to do it all yourself. And it's really difficult I think to keep engagement doing that. I even struggle with my own Etsy store and literally I just sell pins. That's it. The pins sit in a box under my fish Brian here. You can even see it on my YouTube. Those are just, that's my pin stock in there. And they're all packaged and ready to go and they're on Etsy and I'm paying like $2 a day to advertise them. I don't even know if that helps. But when I get orders, yeah, I love the money that I get from it but I hate packaging them. But because I set myself up like you have three days to package this or you've fucked up, then I get it done and I have everything ready to go and I pick a time of day on two or three days a week to package orders and ship them out so that I stay on top of myself because I know I don't like to do it. But guess what? I like to do it enough to keep my shop up. So that's kind of the difference, you know? It's all about knowing what kind of worker you are and understanding how you're going to be engaged in your goal. Because I think we can all set goals all day and we can all sit in a class all day. Whether we reach our end goal or retain information is the difference. 
And it's just so wild because like back in 2013 when I graduated college, like all of this was just starting out. You could just start advertising on social media. You could just start having like a viable like reality of owning your own business where you just sold your work online and you could find communities of people and engage with people who were specifically interested in what you had to say before social media got entirely saturated with that. Same with YouTube. YouTube is saturated with how-tos, including this podcast that's on there. Like, how are you going to trust me and listen to me and vet me to learn from? It's a lot. It's tough. And I think it just all starts with you and being genuine in like being a content creator like I am. It's a two-way street, whereas I don't think it was so much that in the past because it didn't have to be. But there's so many people out here trying to structure things for you and tell you who you are and tell you what you need to be doing and telling you how algorithms work and telling you this and telling you that, that it's overwhelming. And one of Something I don't think that works anymore is telling people what to do. You can frame what they need to do. Much like I frame how this all works for you to apply this thinking to however is relevant to you, you're going to know so much better than I ever could how this information could help you. And you can apply that concept to advertising your small business or figuring out how to structure yourself for success in taking a class or pivoting your career or things like that. You have to know your own psychology before you can apply it to anything else. And so I think that's the biggest thing about what discipline is. Self-discipline is so difficult. If people could just be self-disciplined, we would all be perfect at everything all the time. We would all quit smoking on our first try. We would all be straight A students or whatever. Like self-discipline is super hard. It's super hard, especially if you're doing it on top of doing stuff for other people, like going to a job every day and then benefiting yourself on your own time and trying not to be exhausted from your workday. Whatever emotional garbage came from whatever you do all day, managing the trauma of being in a pandemic and like having it feel like nobody remembers that sometimes like that is taxing and when you just want to like sit in your living room and just like watch fucking friends for five hours that feels better than sitting in your really hot office mapping out whatever you're doing to achieve your goal and you know you people just want to be in stasis because so much is happening in our everyday life on top of the like grind culture part of it all where you see these people like achieving all day every day or you hear like people talking about money or motivational speaking or being like here's how to be a successful business owner artist dee, 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 dee. 
and you're just like, how are you doing this? This is how I feel. Maybe you feel like this about me. I don't even know. But I feel like when I go onto the internet to look for a way to better myself or I look for advice, this is all I see. Just rise and grind, try every day, be disciplined, get up early, meditate, journal, eat well, drink water, listen to the podcast, read the book, go on a run, go to work, crush it at work, get a promotion, get a raise, go home, pet your dog, love your husband, have your kids, do your business, make your money. Like, that's not me. That's never gonna be me. That's not how people function. Some people do, and that's great. I really love that for them. But that, I just can't believe that that's normal and real for everybody. And so, at the very least, if what I tried to map out earlier in this episode doesn't really, like work out or like if that helps or it helps just a little bit I also hope just having someone sit here and say to you like I'm not doing that I'm not making the smoothie in the morning I'm not waking up at 6 a.m on purpose to like do all this shit like I'm I'm tired, you know? I have boundaries. Sometimes I don't reply to emails about this podcast that I fucking love to do for days. Because I'm just, with the pandemic, with my own problems, with my own shit going on, I just, like, don't have space. And I'd rather do everything 110% when I have space for it. And it's really nice to just sit here and decide that is not me. So what is me? What is me is I wake up early in the morning because I sleep like trash. And I drink black coffee knowing I should eat. And I don't. Maybe I'll have cereal. Maybe I'll have toast. And I just sit in my living room and pretend I'm not thinking about going to my day job for an hour and a half and I get on TikTok and I talk to all of you and then I go to work for eight hours straight because I'm a sprint worker and I will just work until I'm peeled away from a computer. Then when I decide to take a break, I have conversations with people. I talk to people. Maybe it's about work. Maybe it's about design. I don't know. Maybe I'm falling down a rabbit hole. Maybe I'm watching Let's Players play Resident Evil Village because I want to know what's going on in that video game. And then I go back to work. And then I know my podcast goes out and I should probably market it. But I don't, other than saying, like, I hope I can help you, like, I'm not super savvy about it, but I still try because that's the point, right? You try. And my picture is not the rising grinder. And honestly, your picture is probably not going to be like that either. But that's why I get back to the reality of it. I know all those things about me. I I know I'm not going to eat my breakfast. I know I'm not going to not think about working when I'm supposed to be meditating or journaling or whatever I'm trying to do. I'm not going to go on a walk in the middle of the day. And like, 
I think we're just so inundated with those sorts of like, here's how you better yourself. Here's how you reach and achieve goals. And like, for me, that just doesn't mean anything. And I would like to hear someone just say that for once. So I'm saying it. (laughs) I think the best thing you can do is structure yourself for success around your own working style. And it's okay if your working style appears dysfunctional. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter so long as it's functional for you. And if you're self-aware enough about it and you sit down and actually define what outcome you want from the endeavor you're about to partake in and you sit there and you understand, okay, I'm going to partake in this 10-hour class. I can only take about 45 minutes once a day, twice a day. And I think we just need to more so work on being okay with the amount of time this stuff takes. Because I also think we're in a world of obviously instant gratification. When I first started this podcast, did I want a bunch of followers? Absolutely. Did I get them right away? No way. Did I think I was going to go viral on TikTok? Not at all. Am I and like doing pretty well there? More people listen to my TikTok than this podcast and even less people who listen to my podcast watch it on YouTube. But I will still make this video available there because my end goal is to help literally anybody. I don't care if I help 20 of you. I don't care if I help 20,000 of you. To be completely honest, sometimes this is so much work. I want to stop and then you guys start talking to me and I get so excited about it all over again and I won't fucking shut up. (laughs) And that's what I love about being creative. It's just such an emotional roller coaster in the best way. And you learn so much about yourself and what you're capable of. And you surprise yourself all the time about what you can do and achieve and what like difference you can make for people. It's ridiculous. I love it so, so much. And I hope like pulling the curtain back didn't really like ruin a lot of this for you. But I think just people appear one way when they actually function completely differently. And I think there's a lot of stigma out there to behave one way or another when you're trying to achieve something. And in real life, self-discipline doesn't work like that. Again, if it was easy to be self-disciplined, we would all be perfect at everything. But we're not. And everybody's journey is completely different. Whether you're an Etsy store owner, you have like a legitimate online store where like you are running the show or you're trying to pivot your career or learn a new skill on the job or off the job in an industry or out of an industry. It's tough. This is hard. Doing that is so hard because it's so much more work. And some people, frankly, don't like to do the work. 
And that's also totally cool. I tried all those things. I don't always like that work so much. But what I also know is I literally cannot help myself. I'm going to keep doing it. I always go, I'm not going to own a business. I'm not going to do all that. I'm in the process of doing that two times over. And I do this podcast and I work for a company. (laughs) Like, what is my problem? We're just like this. We're just built this way. So... How do you set yourself up for the most success in what you would be doing anyway? And I know me saying that isn't new because at the end of the day, the reason a lot of us choose to be in this field is because we would be doing it anyway. We would be drawing anyway. We would be taking photographs anyway. We would be animating stuff for fun anyway. We would just be doing this anyway. We are just built this way. And that's really fascinating in and of itself. So I hope all of that at least helped like you, one, not feel so bad for maybe having a rocky start at trying to do something new or learn something new. And two, just think of it a little bit more realistically and differently. You know, I'm not eating my yogurt granola breakfast to start my day right every day because that's just not me. That is definitely for somebody, but it's it's not for me. And it's okay if it's not for you because you know what you enjoy, what's a good reward for doing well, and you can set yourself up exactly the way that you need to you don't need to bend and be a version of yourself you're not to find success in a goal that you define you just need to understand who you are and how you work to do that the best and nobody fucking says that it's I want to say it's that simple but sometimes even knowing that's not simple but like that's the way that that works that's how I've gotten here you know so I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I hope that helps. And so that concludes this week. Um, You know, I hope that makes you feel better. I hope that inspires you to just at least sit and and ask yourself what you want out of an endeavor you're about to take part in. I don't even want to call them goals. They totally are. But like, what do you want out of this? What's the point of doing something if you don't even know what you want from it? So I hope that helps. Um, I don't have any resources to add to the Patreon or anything. But again, if you're new here, I have a Patreon. All of my content is there. I don't have a paywall for it. The only two tiers now, if if you've been here from the start, I used to have four. I've gotten rid of part of it. I have two tiers now. One is just the $2 early access where you can get next week's podcast the same day that this one comes out. And then I have a $7 tier where I do workbooks. So at the end of every single month, I make these workbooks that encompass everything we talked about for the theme of that month. And so what just went out was um, the working ecosystem book uh, where we talked about like office politics, what kind of work people typically get straight out of school, working styles and talking about what you do, which is what all last month was about. 
And there's a bunch of other books. There's ones all about money, how much you should be paid, how to negotiate your salary. There's the emotional support book dealing with imposter syndrome, being a creative in capitalism, understanding burnout and all of that. So um, that's $7 a month. I make these workbooks myself just for you. So you don't have to listen to this over and over and over. And also sometimes it's just easier to read it than to hear it, on honestly. So those are my two tiers. I got rid of the other two because they just weren't like working for the structure. And quite honestly, find me on LinkedIn, send me an email, ask me your questions, I'm not putting a dollar on that because the most punk rock thing I think we can do is just share information. So if you have a question, I will answer it. I want to tell anyone anything that they want to know to the best of my ability I can tell you because people just don't know any better and it sucks. But if one person being me can tell you, I absolutely will because I want you all to be paid the most for what you do I want you to be able to balance your creative joy with your need to survive in our society and I just I just want you to do the most with your happiness while like gaming the capitalistic system because this sucks you know we don't enjoy working like this but we kind of have to so we might as well take all of the money on the table and have fun doing it. And I feel like I've struck that balance for myself. So I want to help you strike that for you, whatever that means. So follow the Patreon. It's called The Creative Mentor Podcast. Uh, you can follow my TikTok. It's called The Creative Mentor, though that's probably how you got here in the first place. And if you want to watch this on YouTube or follow my Instagram, that's just my own name. It's Lauren Versino. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. And you can find all that stuff online. So drop me a line. Add me on LinkedIn. If you really want me to add you, please, please, please write me a note. Uh, I don't cold add people unless they write me something nice or we met somewhere in real life. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, go check that out. I'll see you guys on the internet and we will talk next week.